and welcome to Second Look. Good to be back again. Apparently I'm just on an every other week kind of thing. Can't seem to get an episode out two weeks in a row. I'm really sorry about that, but you know, life gets in the way. I hope you know that I love you and I love this show. I so greatly appreciate that any of you who listen take the time and feel that I have something valuable to say and to contribute to the conversation. It is very humbling to me. As always, you can find me on Twitter at BGreenAZ, and you can find everything Outset on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Outset Network, or at our website at OutsetNetwork.com. Well, today we are going to talk about uh, something that hasn't happened yet. In a couple days here in Arizona, our teachers are going to be having a walkout, a statewide walkout. And this is something that isn't, you know, in Arizona, we're a right-to-work state. We don't have a strong education union. This is supported by the teachers' union, but it's not any sort of, it's not an official strike. So we're facing a strike, but it's not a strike. Apparently, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know about this, but apparently there are some legal differences between what is a strike and what they're going to be doing, which is walking out of classrooms. The long and short of it is Thursday, a whole bunch of schools, the vast majority of schools around the state are going to be closed because teachers were not going to walk into work or were going to walk out of the classroom. So just know that throughout today's episode, I'm going to call it walkout sometimes. I'm going to call it strike sometimes. I might end up calling it strike a lot of the times. That's just a more natural way to phrase it. Just know that it's not technically a strike because apparently a strike would actually be illegal here because of the way our laws work. So facing this walkout, well, when we're looking at the situation, it leaves us with some questions. What are the demands being made? Are they reasonable? And why are the teachers striking with these demands? So first, What are the demands? Well, I know that um, things are happening all around the country. But here in Arizona, the, the thing that the groups of teachers are demanding is an immediate 20% pay increase, um, pay increases for support staff as well. That includes things like school counselors and resource officers. Restoring education dollars that have been cut in previous years and a halt to tax cuts until education spending reaches national levels. So just going through these one at a time, an immediate 20% pay increase. I think that teachers in general are hugely underpaid. And I think that we as a society are doing ourselves a disservice by paying teachers so little because what we see is the best and the brightest. Now, I do not mean this as a slight on teachers by any means, but 
We see people going in to other fields who, if they were paid more money, might have been willing to become a teacher. So, for instance, you might have someone who would have been happy to be a high school math teacher, but they can make four times as much going and working as an engineer at some corporation, and it's going to be hard for them to make the decision to take that lower income. So, like I said, I think teachers are drastically underpaid, and that needs remedy. Um, support staff. I think... I think that, you know, the salaries all go hand in hand. If teachers are getting a raise, everyone should get a raise. I do think that we run the risk, though, by just blanketly, blanket including all the support staff. Um, there's been a lot of administrative bloat that has happened in public schools over the last 40, 50 years. And I do think that just saying we're going to increase these funds is maybe a little bit risky as far as increasing that administrative bloat is concerned. But again, like I said, I think teachers deserve a raise. I think support staff deserves a raise. Now, the next one of their demands is to restore education dollars cut in previous years. We here in Arizona, over the last 10 years, we've had <laughs> weird things happen with our budget. We had a Democratic governor who um, did a lot of spending, and then the recession hit, and we were hit really hard in the housing crash. And so our economy just kind of tanked, and we were really in debt. And then we had a Republican governor, and we ended up having all sorts of financial shenanigans going on, trying to get back to solvency. And then um, we now have another Republican governor who was the state treasurer under the previous governor. And he has continued some of those shenanigans. He, our current governor, Governor Doug Ducey, has, um, he's really shown himself to be a fan of big business and all the pros and cons that come with that. One of the things that happened is we had, um, like 10 years ago, voters said that we were going to increase education funding in a very particular amount. And I don't have the exact details in front of me. But then that didn't end up happening. And so since 2008, our schools have actually been getting less money than they should. There have been lawsuits about it and all sorts of things. And then a year or two ago, we had Proposition 123, which I don't know how much play it got outside of the state, but just the long and short of it is Proposition 123 increased the amount of land being sold out of the land trust to fund education, and it ended a lot of those lawsuits associated with funding. So this set of the demands, <laughs> demanding that we restore education dollars cut in previous years, to me, seems like a little bit of tilting at windmills. I think that with the passage of Proposition 123, that money went away forever. And then we have halting tax cuts until education spending reaches national levels. We here in Arizona, we spend a very small amount 
per student compared to other states. And so teachers are saying, look, not only do we need the raise, but our students need more resources as well. So that's what we're looking at as far as the demands that are being made. Over the last few weeks, we've had this thing called Red for Ed. And they've been encouraging people to wear red and show up at the schools in red and go out in public in red, supporting these things for education here in Arizona. And, well, they've had school walk-ins. And last week, kind of in response to that, Governor Ducey uh, announced a plan that was going to give teachers a 9% pay raise, I think it was, immediately. And that would go up to 20% by the year of 2020. Well, after that plan came out, um, then the Education Association voted to have this walkout. So what don't they like about Governor Ducey's plan? Well, for one thing, it only increases teacher salaries. For another, it's not the 20% right away. It doesn't address the lack of funding that we've seen since 2008. And it doesn't have anything relating to tax cuts. So, so the, the teachers groups and this Red for Ed movement, they really feel like Governor Ducey's plan is a political ploy to try and give him cover, make him look reasonable and them look unreasonable. And I personally tend to agree with that. I think that it, it, it's a proposal that was made only because Red for Ed happened. And it's a proposal that was made just for the purpose of saying, I've made this proposal and Red for Ed is the ones who are being unreasonable and saying that's not good enough. So, so the teachers are walking out, striking, if you will, because they feel like it's the only way to get these things that they want, these things that they say they need. And I am not, in that phrasing, making any judgment on whether or not they do need them. I just, the fact of the matter is the teachers want these things and they are walking out to demand that they get these things. And we don't know how long it's going to last. So, what are my thoughts on the matter? I grew up in America's public schools and I never experienced anything like this. My schools were always underfunded. My teachers were always underpaid. And yet I got a pretty good education coming all the way through. I think that as a general rule, strikes are bad. I am not going to come down and say flat out strikes are always bad because I definitely can think of some situations in which I would support one. But when you sign a contract, that contract comes with it terms of employment. One of those terms of employment is your payment. And I definitely think that honoring that contract is a very ethically important thing to do. And so walking out on that contract is wrong, in my opinion. 
There are some arguments to be made. Union members, some have said that they've been told they have to walk out. Um, and so then if you have to walk out according to the union, but you can't walk out according to your employment contract, well, then that puts you in your very own personal ethical dilemma, and you see why it's impossible to serve two masters. You have to choose one over the other, and whichever one you choose, that's up to you. I, I don't really know what to think about this Red for Ed, because it's odd to treat this as though it's suddenly this urgent, desperate need. Three months ago, the teachers were making the same amount of money, the schools were funded the same amount as they are today, and they weren't happy about it, but there weren't strikes or threats of strikes happening. It's just as we've seen it happening around the country, suddenly in Arizona, it's urgent. We have to get this done immediately or else it will be a disaster. I don't like anything rash when it comes to my politics. You know, I am a conservative through and through. I don't like shock treatments. I don't like being pushed into making a decision. I don't like faux urgency and drummed up um, panic. So I'm really, I am supportive of the goals of the Red for Ed movement, but I'm really not happy with the Red for Ed movement. Like I said, the teachers and support staff, they definitely deserve raises. I would love to see teachers' salaries doubled, um, but I am not in favor of this drastic change pushed through at a rapid pace. And one of my biggest issues with those goals that I mentioned above is using education spending as a metric for success. It's the only metric I hate more than test scores as a metric for success of your education system. I don't think we should base how much we're spending based on how much everyone else is spending. I think that's a ludicrous way to, to make decisions. Certainly, we can look at what everyone else is doing and try to get information out of that, but we don't just say, okay, this other state has a better education system than Arizona does, and they spend more money. Therefore, we have to match that. That's not, you know, correlation does not equal causation. There are so many other factors at play. Spending is not the end-all, be-all, and I don't like treating it as that success metric. I find myself in this dilemma here because, like I said, I'm supportive of the goals of the movement, but I'm a firm believer in the process. I don't think this should come through a strike. I think that there are right ways and wrong ways to do things and that a strike, a walkout, is, is the wrong way to get this goal and that the ends do not justify the means. But really they have no other option. The state legislature is not going to raise taxes to fund education. In fact, that's one of the things that got Red for Ed going so much. After the events in West Virginia and Oklahoma, we had rumblings of things happening here. And the state legislature was like, well, since you guys are complaining about it, we're not going to get rid of this one source of your funding and treating this as a victory for teachers to be celebrated, that everything was going to remain exactly the same. And that made people really mad, and understandably so. Um, 
education funding, specifically in terms of salaries for staff, I think should be increased. But the system as it is, our education system is failing our students because teachers are walking out. But our political system is failing our teachers. And it's why our teachers feel forced to walk out, because they haven't been able to make any headway through the state legislature. I've seen some people say, well, the state government doesn't even set teacher salaries directly. Well, the state government sends money to the counties who apportion it within the districts of the counties. So the state government does have a very direct, you know, it's not, yes, you teacher A in Phoenix, Arizona, you will make this much money, but they do have a very direct impact on how much money teacher A makes. So what can we do in our state government to make that system serve our teachers better so that our teachers can serve our students better? My idea for this is a little bit outside of the box, but I think personally that the people that we should trust to make decisions about our education system are the people who work in our education system. I think the people who should make decisions about teachers, how much money teachers make, and what teachers teach, and stuff like that should be teachers. What I would love to see, my pipe dream idea for making the system better for everyone, ensuring that teachers' concerns will be heard and considered without ever having students faced with their teachers walking out, is to make education policy be under the purview of a body of teachers, an assembly of teacher representatives from around the state. A, a sort of secondary legislature, if you will, that only has authority over matters of education, but they get to decide where all state education dollars go, and they get to decide what the standards are and stuff like that. This would not supersede the legislature, but it would be under the authority of the legislature feeding into the legislature. So maybe... It, it'll make more sense if I just talk about it. So we have this group of teacher representatives from around the state. And let's say they were to adopt a resolution. For that resolution to take effect, it would still have to pass through both houses of the state legislature and be signed by the governor. But the state legislature could not just do anything they want in education without the consent of that teacher's legislature. So it would just add a check onto the state legislature. We'd have this separate mini legislature who only has control over the education system. And every bill that comes onto the governor's desk has to pass both the actual state legislature and this little education legislature. That would put our teachers on par as far as authority is in the matter of education, it would put them on par with our other representatives. And I think that's fair. I think that teachers should have authority. Um, not absolute authority, but they should have a higher degree of authority than they do have as far as education policy is concerned. 
And so it would, in the area of education, bring our teachers' clout to the same level as our elected officials' clout. I don't know if this would be a good idea or not, but I do know one thing, and I know that our current system is broken. The fact that a walkout or a strike has to happen means that something is broken. When you have a whole group of people who are upset enough that they feel that they can't come into work and fulfill their contract obligations, somebody somewhere has failed. So it's worth looking at our system. The change I'm proposing is definitely a radical change in terms of a course correction. It, it, it's a very different um, way to handle education policy than the way we handle it now. But at the same time, it uses time-honored, time-tested principles of checks and balances and uh, representative democracy. So I don't think it's all too radical of a proposal. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your thoughts on Red for Ed, on your ideas to help fix the education system. And that is all I have for today. Thanks again for tuning in. Let me know what you think of my crazy secondary legislature idea. And make sure to check out all the other Outset podcasts at OutsetNetwork.com. And if you like this show, please head on over to iTunes and give it a five-star rating. That will help us to grow our audience. And if we grow our audience, we will grow the audiences of all the shows on the Outset Network. And that's a good thing because the Outset Network shows are awesome. So that's all I have for today. Thanks so much for tuning in.